So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm reading uh, I'm reading some of these comments, bro. I never put the comments on before, but now I have the comments on. Yes, indeed. I, I, with all due respect yeah. to people that say this was a good, good, like, bro, I don't know what, I don't know what you're watching. I, I don't know what you're watching. And, you know, there, there's a couple of people, oh, bro, great matches on tonight's show. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Great predictable matches. I mean, come on, Chris. Like every single match on that show, you knew the finish too before it even started. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, come on, man. Like, really? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, well, I already, already enjoy uh, karaoke much more than. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of recap and roll, let's uh, get right into it. We start off with the Usos cutting an in-ring promo interrupted by Judgment Day getting ready for Raw 30 next week. Heel tag team versus heel tag team 
who's going to cheer who ready for next week how were you with this segment vince russo bro that's what we should have sang so awesome sauce says ebony and ivory part two that's what we should go together sang. like perfect harmony <laughs> <laughs> Ebony and Ivory. Yeah, that's what we should have sang, bro. Yes. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, man, what do you what do you think about this, man? This is just kind of run of the mill. This, this was a throwaway, bro. Man. The Cowboys and the uh Bucks are on the other channel. This is one thousand percent a throwaway. Yeah. Which I in in my days of writing, I would have never thrown away five minutes, let alone three hours. Yeah, yeah. You think they just kind of phoned a lot of this in because of the uh, wild card? Not really, bro, because I think this was a typical show. Ooh, yeah. I mean, at least they tried to bring some stipulation to the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, we'll talk about that. So yeah, this leads to – so how, about this segment. So you had the Usos – cut their regular promo and then you had judgment day come out and then it's two heels that the fans don't care about so it's not like you're one-upping at all and so basically this led to a face-off with Rhea and solo and solo is supposed to be like the street you know champ and the big ball you know the enforcer the heavy and then he kind of backs off a little bit and he's like, okay, well, let me go back and do a face-to-face. -face. And somehow that leads to Ali, you know, making a big heroic save. <laughs> it starts to, it does a, a cross body block on solo to try to get some uh, advantage. Oh, I love, uh, I love, uh, they, they shot something during the day. Uh, I guess on their social media or something. Yeah. And it was Ali walking into the building and they getting comments from Ali. Bro, listen, bro, listen. Me and Ali have had our history. Bro, when you're walking into the building yeah. and you're wearing your sunglasses, bro, stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. Stop, 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 yeah. stop it, bro. Yeah. In January in Cincinnati, by the way. Yeah, so January Cincinnati, in Cincinnati, where it's 20 Cincinnati, degrees yeah. and cloudy. You're wearing, I'm, I'm you're just two hours in, away from Cincinnati. Oh, so. bro, these, <laughs> right. these, these, these youngins just don't, they just don't understand. Yeah, yeah. They just don't understand. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll Joseph, Gonzalez, Joseph Gonzalez said, good little hand. Yes. Yes, indeed. Good little, good little hand. Yes. Good little hand. Yes, indeed. Um, but yeah, when he does this, the, the sunglass gimmick, I'm like, uh, it wasn't really sunny here in Ohio today. So well, then I love he's in there with, with Samoa Joe. And what's the first thing the announcers say, bro? Yeah, that don't quit attitude, bro. If I got my butt kicked as many times as Ali over the last six months, yeah. I, I quit. I li literally, at what point do you quit, bro? I would have quit, bro, after getting my butt kicked for three months. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, next, we get Tello uh, getting attacked by Kevin Owens. It's, you know, interesting. We, we talked about this before about Kevin Owens, you know, basically running roughshod through the bloodline once again. And somehow the bloodline is supposed to be so intimidating, but Kevin Owens just comes out here and, you know, basically gets the uh, 
gets the advantage over all three of them again. Bro, did you uh, read my tweet? I do not. Which one? Okay, let me, I'm going to share with you now. Okay, I tweeted this during the show, and I, I, this is a shoot. Here it is. You ready, Chris? Yep. yep. Seriously, is Frank is freaking Tinker Bell teaching the punching class at WWE? If you don't know how to throw a punch, don't throw one. Rabbit punches look like shiznit. Bro, what is Kevin Owens with these? We He's supposed to be a bad you-know-what. Yeah. And he starts every freaking brawl with these rabbit punches, bro, that, that literally wouldn't break through a, a paper napkin. Yeah. Kins, what's Kins? I don't, I don't under even, bro. Either know how to throw a punch or don't okay, throw okay. a punch. Yeah. Every time, bro, it's supposed to be this hot brawl with Kevin Owens, and everyone starts. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. It looks like crap. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Indeed. What's not crap is Joseph Gonzalez for the 999 Super Chat, bro. Adam Pierce told Tozawa earlier that he needs to earn a rumble spot, but multiple people have earned themselves and instantly in recent weeks. Oh, and go Giants. Yeah, just the, the declaration only. So there's favoritism when it comes to the pecking order in WWE because certain people can just say, I'm declaring myself in the Royal Rumble, but when it comes to these little, you know, nobodies like a Kira Tozawa, you've got to win a match, and then maybe I'll consider. What, what, why is there? Why is there favoritism when it comes to declaring yourself in the Royal? Listen, Rumble? Uh, who what, who is who was that again with the Super Six, Mister Gonzalez? Mister Gonzalez, if you try to make sense out of the way the WWE does things, the way they do, forget it. <laughs> and let me address uh, Tyrell. Tyrell Baisley, Vince Russo is out of touch. I mean, the best thing in all of wrestling is the bloodline, but he says he don't like it. Bro, if I don't like something that you like, how does that make me out of touch, bro? I don't like it. I'm, I'm very much in touch, bro. Trust me. I don't like the bloodline. That And, and the reason why I don't like it is because it's old, it's worn out. They've beaten it to death. This promo they cut tonight, Chris, every time they're on Raw, they cut the same exact promo. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with me being out of touch, bro. It has to do with me being bored of the same exact promo every single time they're on Raw. They say the same thing, bro. They're just going through a routine. Bro, you know what it's like? Seriously, think about this. Take any comedian, Chris, any comedian. Take Chris Rock, take Kevin Hart. Chris Farley, my all-time favorite. Take any comedian you want. You know what this is like, bro? This is like every time they go out on a stand-up tour, they use the same material from the tour before. True. That's what it's like. Every time a comedian goes out on a new tour, the material is new. Yeah. You guys need to change your material, bro, because yeah. li literally we could send puppets out there that can go through your entire act. Yeah. Change up your freaking material, and maybe I'll like it. Yeah. I think you got a good point there, man. Especially my thing is, look, if you don't agree, 
That doesn't mean the other person's right. wrong right. I mean, in the world. What what type of society have we came oh to? Oh my god! That just oh, because really? they don't agree with you, just because you don't agree with them, just because you have your own opinion, you are wrong and you're an idiot. You're a jerk. You know. I mean, mean seriously, Chris. If, if you, bro, if you would disagree with something I said. Am I going to turn around? Ah, Chris, you're out of touch. I'm, 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 I can't do this you're show so anymore. Right. <laughs> like, like, really, really, bro, really. Uh, do you, do you guys understand? Let me explain something to you. Let me explain. Let, let me, let me get. Let me, let me give you a little God. Okay, bro. We were all created differently. Every single one of us. None of us think, act, like, speak, talk the same way. We are all unique individuals. So when you look at something, I am looking at that same thing in a totally different way. So that explains why you may like it and I don't like it, but that does not make me out of touch. <laughs> yes, indeed. Scott Smith, $5 Super Chat, bro. I'm watching a highlight of my Tuesday afternoon, Legion of Raw with Dr. Chris and Vinny Rue. Russo's brand for you know where uh, you know where Scott Smith is from, Chris. Must be in the UK. If uh, uh, do you know this one? <clears throat> I come from the land down under. Oh, no, he's an Aussie. We're gonna take cover. Yes, he's an Aussie, my oh, friend. Very yes. nice, very nice. Aussie, very nice, Scott. He had to be somewhere away from. Oh, he said Tuesday afternoon. Okay, got you. Yeah, so Aussie time is further out because UK is about five or six hours from. American time, so it's still in the morning time and uh, in the UK. So awesome sauce, five dollars super chat, bro. My idea for a mask to blow off the never ending Owen Zane Poutine on the pole match at WrestleMania. Very nice, very nice. Poutine on a pole. Poutine, um, have you had poutine before? What exactly is that? Uh, poutine is like, um, uh, uh curds and gravy and fries no i've not had that no um, no it's uh, uh if i'm not mistaken poutine uh yeah it's a dish i know it's a dish yeah let's see what's all what's all in poutine yeah gravy fries curds um yeah disco fries uh yeah so yeah, it's basically no, I, variations I, of curds, fries, and gravy. Yeah, awesome sauce says it's from Quebec. Yeah, I've never, I've mm. never had. Yes, that. it is. It is originates in Canada. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. So let's uh, go to Bobby Lashley cutting a backstage promo about, uh, you know, hey Austin Theory, you might think that these uh, people are just hurdles, but they're just victims and uh, X, Y, and Z. Then we get to a Cody Rhodes promo package again, a video package again. Uh, all these weeks are leading to Cody Rhodes at the end declaring that he is going to be a part of the Royal Rumble. So here's my question to you, Vince. This is what I was thinking about this segment. So instead of surprising us by him being a surprise entrant, <clears throat> they've already put him on the graphic, so we knew it was going to come back in some capacity. So by having him announce being in the Royal Rumble, is this a way to hopefully bring people to buy the show instead of 
have him be a surprise entrant? I, I would I would have to think so. Okay. I, you know, it was it was always a fine line, um, Chris. You know, the, the saying in, in wrestling is never kayfabe yourself. Yeah. Uh so but by not announcing somebody, but it really to me, bro, it depends on where business is. Like if you're rolling, bro, and you know, you know, five million people are gonna tune in every week and X amount. Then, then, then you could surprise to death. But yeah. when you know, if you need to get a ratings bump, if you need to get subscriptions up on Peacock, then you got to go ahead and you got to promote it. Yeah, but I think the Rumble sells itself, though. I, I think the Royal Rumble, like for the Royal, the Royal Rumble for so long, has sold itself on who's going to be the surprise interest. So people are looking for that element of surprise when they get to the Royal Rumble, they're excited. That's one of the biggest attractions about the Royal, Royal Rumble is who's going to be the surprise entrant. And we already know, like, there's only probably two or three people that has a chance of winning the Royal Rumble every year. But the excitement is who's going to be the surprise entrant. Now, if Cody announces that he's going to be a part of the Royal Rumble and wins the Royal Rumble, I think that could have a bit of a backlash, man. Yeah, I, I I think it could too. But bro, the more I think about it, I don't think he's going to win the Royal Rumble. I'll tell you why, bro. Because I think they want to get him in a program because he's going to have a lot, of, a lot of rust. He hasn't wrestled in a long time. I think they're going to probably put him in a program before they elevate him. So that would mean that whoever eliminates him from the Royal Rumble and how they eliminate him, he could be in a program with that guy, work with that guy, let get all the ring rust out, and then start moving him up the ladder again. Yeah, I, I think that I think it makes more sense for a Cody SummerSlam win uh, mm. for the title than a, than a Mania win. To me, I'm not – I've said this many times. I'm still – I'm still not sold on Cody, man. It's I'm, just, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not either. I'm, I'm just I'm not. not. I just, I'm not either. I'm just not you know? sold, man. And so him, him winning the Rumble, and winning at WrestleMania, I think that the, I think it'll just be a backlash. I think if you build him up and get him that steam as a baby face, I think that will help. You know yeah. him, and and the thing is, whoever he's in a program with, it has to be a really menacing heel i I just don't know who it can be that's what i was just gonna say chris i swear to god i was just gonna say bro who's really a heel that you hate like i I mean real like a a heel you know bro back in the day you'd want to see somebody get their butt kicked yeah yeah who who do you really want to see i I don't know bro maybe right now maybe austin theory for the u.s championship that wouldn't be terrible that wouldn't yeah. be terrible. I mean, like the heels that the, the two most consistent heels right now that's been consistent for years have been the Miz and Baron Corbin. And and neither of them are prominent enough yeah. to have a big mania spot. Yeah, Schwartz said the Miz, but bro, they've they've turned Miz into a joke. Eman Perry said Dominic Mysterio. I don't think Dominic's no, there yet. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Nazir with the 499 super chat, bro. Again, super chats gets your comment on the screen, baby. Nazir, Nazir said, I'm tired of the bloodline. I'm tired of Kevin Owens. 
Can this company please build a new star for the love of God? Bro, hold on. Who's how do you think? How do you say that? Nasir. 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 Listen to me. You're out of touch, bro. Oh man. You're out of touch, man. You're right. You're out of touch, bro. You're out of touch. Man, Elias, man. He cuts a uh, backstage promo. He he uh, bumps an MVP, and uh, we'll get to we'll, we'll 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 pause that for now, and and kind of combine that with the segment with the match. Uh, <clears throat> then we get the Street Profits defeating Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. So here here's my issue with with this tag match. Now I like the Street Profits, and I there was a part of me that thought that. Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander were actually going to win the match to have them build steam with this, you know, alleged hurt business 2.0 thing, but they lost the match Vince. So it's like, what exactly are you trying to do here? Like I told you before, Hey, so we're going to start this faction again of rejects, but somehow they are, they have what it takes to, get their job back, but they keep doing the same things that cause them to get fired. How does that make sense, Vince? Bro, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. D- d- bro, do you know how much work? Bro, I, I, I'm not exaggerating. With all the damage that has been done to Benjamin and Alexander, bro, you are talking of at least a year's work Mm. to make people not change the channel on them a year's work bro you ain't gonna make anybody care in two weeks nobody is going to care you 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 guys have killed this team now we're reshuffling the deck and now we want to get them over yeah bro spend a year getting them over then talk to me because you ain't doing nothing in two to three weeks bro None, none. And then, but here's the problem though with this, Vince, is that even if they did the Hurt Business 2.0, like Cedric and Shelton are going to be the fall guys again. Right. I mean, they're, they're going to they're going to have the same exact spot as they did before, and they're going to end up losing, and it's going to make Bobby Lassie look down. It's not going to help his stock. It's going to take it away. So I'm not a fan of uh, what, what is building up here. Yeah. Uh, Judgment Day cuts a backstage interview. They get interrupted by Alpha Academy. So, bro, Alpha Academy's kind of baby facing it up, man. Bro, I swear to God, if we if we literally kept score from over the last year, how many times Alpha Academy got a match by just walking onto the set? Bro, I swear to you, it's got it's got to happen every other week. Yeah. It has to happen every other week. Tag teams cutting a promo, shoosh. Yeah. Every other. How, how tired of we of, of of the Alpha Academy, bro? How hey, look, and here's the thing, though, Vince. People can people can take notes of look. If you're not in a segment and you're in catering, the only thing that you have to do is kind of peek over, oh, there's a backstage promo. Hold on, let me run up real quick and let me get me a match. And then, hey, there's your team television. Well, you, know, you, you know you know what's a um, what's a thread here, bro? And this is on the freaking writers. This is on everybody involved. 
Chris, when things are getting stale, you have to know it. Mm. You know, when the bloodline's getting stale, you have to know it before they kill you kill them. When the Alpha Academy is getting stale, when the street profits are getting stale, you've got to recognize when these acts are getting stale because if you don't and you prolong it, they're going to be dead. You've got to know when an act is stale. Alpha Academy is beyond stale. Mm -hmm. You've got to recognize that and do something, bro. Mm -hmm. I agree, man. 100%. George, 99 Super Chat, bro. Vince, is there anyone on the roster right now you could see become either a huge hero or face that would be believable if done the right way? They are lost on building superstars. God, bro. God, I mean, I, I literally have to sit here and think of about somebody, bro. I, I swear to God, bro. It's like, Chris, I've always been a huge Bray Wyatt fan. Okay. I don't watch SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But when I see what's going on on SmackDown, my, my first reaction is, why are we booking his first program with a Harlem Knight dude, L.A. Knight, L.A., whatever? What, what, why are you booking a Bray Wyatt with a guy like this? I mean. Who do you think he should go against? Somebody with who is established, somebody that means something, which is the problem because nobody means anything. Yeah. I would be interested in a Bray Wyatt against Karrion Cross match at WrestleMania. Yeah, no, that that's interesting. I like yeah. that. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'm not too opposed to LA Knight just because it's a kind of like a um, he, he is he's great on the mic, but it's kind of like a kind of like a intro back. It's kind it's kind of like a intro match coming back. LA Knight hasn't they haven't really done a really good job with really establishing him as a character, but he has the promo to get the heat. And I think they're trying to use someone who can get that heat enough to make Bray Wyatt, you know, look like a baby face SmackDown. I, I keep, you know, I say this every week. SmackDown's the much more solid show than, than raw hundred, hundred percent. But even if you think of just a roster on SmackDown as far as who he could go against if they're trying to make him a babyface, there's still not a lot of options there as far as like pretty solid options. You don't you don't you want to protect you want to protect Gunther. Uh, you, you don't want to do that right now. You know, as far as other heels, there's not a lot of options that are there. You know what I mean? So you that's, know, that's I- unfortunate. I want to give George an answer. I really do because he he get he ten bucks, bro. Ten yeah. bucks he paid. Raju, you see that? Raju, mm. ten bucks. Yeah. Uh, I want to give George that. I, I'm going to tell you somebody that is. They almost killed him the first time around. Now he's he, he's he's being totally miscast, bro. A guy I look like a guy I look at that looks like something that I would have made special and I would have done something with Damian priest looks like he could hurt you. He, he he would go to SmackDown. No, no, no. I'm just, he, he's just saying who's a, who's a, Oh, okay. So I'm answering his question. Okay. Here's his question. I look at Damian priest and I see a potential star. 
He's got the size. He's a good-looking guy. He's he he actually is cool. He doesn't have to wear sunglasses inside. You can do something with this guy. But you know when he was you know shooting arrows, you know that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Now they've got him you know buried in Judgment Day. I think that guy could be a standout if he were booked the proper way. He looks believable to me. Would you push him as a baby face or a top baby face or a top heel? Bro, I would push him. Maybe, maybe something happens with Judgment Day. I would almost I would almost book him, bro, as like a lone wolf. Hmm. Almost 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 Austin-ish, mm-hmm. where like everybody he doesn't trust anybody anymore. So many people have screwed him over. You don't know if he's friend or foe. That's that's how I would book him. Because like I said, bro, n- number one, you need believability. Sure. This guy's got the size and the athleticism where, yes, bro, I feel he could put a beating on you. Sure. So even with the long wolf gimmick, like Austin did kind of, it still led to a natural baby face turn right. because fans liked them. Right. So do you think so? So if he did the long wolf gimmick and he naturally becomes a baby face and he becomes a top baby face, which top heel would you feud him with right now? On, on the raw roster. Yep. God, bro. And, and, but now you got to turn around and now you got to build somebody as a heel because there's nobody. I, I mean, really, bro, there, there's nobody. So if he leaves Judgment Day, then that would leave like a Finn or a Dominic. What do you mean? As far as the heels that was that he could go against. Like, say, for instance, if he were to leave Judgment Day, would Finn or Dominic be... See, and that's the thing. ...have that enough mean, luster to go against Priest? That would mean, it would mean nothing. It, that, that, that's the problem, bro. That's the problem <laughs> when nobody's over. That's the problem, man. Yeah. What are what are if Cody went heel and feuded against Priest? I, I I think a Cody heel turn is inevitable. Yeah, before, just between his, this year and next year. Just put yeah. his wife out there with him. There you go. That's there all you go. gotta do, bro. Bro, I That's swear to God, do. they're, they're doing these do. they're doing these baby face workouts, bro. Yeah. Do not put his wife in those. Like I am telling you, do not put. They she, did already, man. I know they, bro. I swear to God, she. I don't know this woman from a hole in the wall. She just comes across as the most unlikable human being on the planet. Do not put her in these baby face vignettes. I think that's probably a AEW thing. I've interviewed her for Fox Sports before. Yeah, super, super nice, super nice uh, lady, man. Super, I don't come across nice. on TV. It it doesn't. It doesn't, man. And it's, that's definitely not. Uh, it, she comes off on TV as really arrogant. You know what I mean? And and I, and I don't like that because, like in real life, uh, interviewing her and talking to her, super, super nice, super, super nice lady. Yeah. Man. So, Listen, bro. I know I've been a little stiff on Ali. Can I sing a song? Can I dedicate a song to Ali? Please, All please, right. let's do it. We got a couple super chats uh, ready to rock. We'll we'll do those. Can I just uh, de- dedicate a few? Because like, I've I've been tough on him. Yes, yes. Right, let's do it. Here we go. Ready? Yep. I wear my sunglasses at night so I can, so I can watch you even breathe your storylines. 
Yes, indeed. I'll I'll be here tomorrow. Very, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> all right, moving on, bro. He, here's the question of the week. First of all, forget the fact that they totally ripped off our Karen storyline. Oh man, now hold on, hold on. Where are we at? Where are we at? I was waiting. I was waiting for that moment. We're there. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're there. there. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. How yes. many times now are you guys going to say Karen? Because somebody with a brain, what? Watch this. Show. Yes. Totally ripped off our Karen storylines. You never, you did not hear it anywhere, but on Leeds in a Raw, yes. and we talked about Karen Bailey. And when I heard Becky Liz say that, I'm like, oh, it's yeah, it's they said it like 18 times. But yeah. bro, here's the question of the week. Chris, help me with this. You're in Ohio, and they were in Cincinnati, right? They were. Yeah, just All right, help me with this. South of me. Yep. Help me with this, Chris. They're in Ohio. Yep. The Bengals have moved on to the next round of the playoffs. Yes, indeed. Bro, what freaking jersey is Becky wearing? Uh, San Francisco 49ers. Who are the Bengals playing next week? They are playing the Bills. Why is she wearing a 49ers jersey, bro? He's from, he's from Bay Area, probably. It doesn't matter. They're playing the Bills. You yeah. want to get heat. They're playing the Bills in I, six I think, days. I, 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 think, I think wearing a Bills jersey would have made more sense. <sighs> when she, you know, I'm a football guy. When she, when she had the jersey on, I'm like, why is she? Oh, she's from Bay Area, it so she's wearing matter. a 49 You want, but to- but oh. wearing a Bills jersey would have made so much more sense to get heat. Wearing a 49ers jersey didn't really get much heat. It was just okay. I'm I'm from the Bay Area, so I'm just gonna wear a 49ers. Like like for instance, if <laughs> that's like someone saying, like that's like uh, someone being in Ohio, uh, Ohio State campus, right? <clears throat> And they and they wear like a uh like a cow jersey. You know what I mean? Like like University of California. Like like if she comes out with a University of California jersey on football jersey, I know for me as a college football fan, I'm like, I don't I don't I don't care about this. Like I don't I really I don't care about you wearing a cow jersey. That doesn't get any like... heat. So to your point, I, I, that makes sense. But if she had a if she had a Michigan jersey on her, if she had a Georgia jersey before the before the uh, the championship game, that would have gotten more. Yeah. So I, but I, you know, bro, I swear to God, I want to challenge some. I want to challenge people in here. And I want to challenge you, Chris. I swear to God, guys, run run this exercise. Really, run this exercise. So, bro, we get into this promo. Mm-hmm. It's all about Karen. Thank you very much. Yep. But then, bro, we start getting into, oh, okay, so Bailey's heat with um, Becky goes all the way back to 2015, which was now eight years ago. Yeah. So now they're talking about years ago. Bro, I swear to God, guys, if you looked at every program on this show and I asked you, why is there heat between these people? (laughs) Bro, you, I, I'm telling you, Chris, you couldn't, you, you wouldn't be able to say why. 
you, you literally, more, you, yeah. you would, you would not. Why is there heat between uh, the Usos and Judgment Day? Why is there heat between the, no. every single storyline? You could ask that question, and yeah. there's no answer, bro. Yeah, there, there's not because there's no storylines. I mean, right. That, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a bunch of super chats, man. So thank y'all, uh, Nasir. And I'm I'm 20 LOL, and y'all can Naz. He Naz. likes Naz. Okay, Naz, yeah. you got it, pal. Oh, Sorry, Naz. Uh, or is it Nas, like the rapper? Not, 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 It's probably Nas. Uh, is it not? Is it Nas or Naz? Uh, you let us know. Awesome sauce, five dollars super chat. Because <laughs> Squeaky Cedric, if booked right, be the next screaming. Hey, hey, let me tell you something, awesome. bro. That would be a lot better than what he's doing now. No, Chris. <laughs> Wouldn't it be? Oh, I was I was a Norman Swiley fan, oh, man. I was man. I was a big fan. That was the Swiley, best. Man. Norman was the he best. He was this big scoop slam, and I I, I was I love uh, Norman Smiley's music. I love. He would have. I never understood this, but he had the most just generic, you know, just like old school, no knee pads. He had yeah. the boots. And he had tights that had magic on the back. <laughs> I, never <understood laughs> I never understood that. I'm like, uh, what is your gimmick? You come out, you do the big wiggle, yeah. and you have chunks that says magic on the top of it, or on the bottom of it. I don't, on the back of it. I never understood that. But I, I popped every time he would come out with magic. I never get it. Never, a, never. a JM from NYC just explained to us because uh, Judgment Day runs Raw and the Bloodline runs SmackDown and it's Gang Warfare 1997. All right, now I understand. There we go. That's it. Thank you for that explanation. Hannibal's $10 super chat, bro. Why are we getting half face turns? First Rollins, now Alpha Academy. They don't know how to get anyone over in this over roster. A turn is supposed to help the characters. That, that's a good point. Yeah. Great point. You you guys, bro. Listen, you 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 guys know, man. I yes, mean, you do. you guys, yes, you you guys. Listen, man. You've been watching this long enough to know. I, I mean, Hannibal, you are one thousand percent dead on. Absolutely, um, man. I have to show these daggone tights from Norman Smiley, man. This guy was just hilarious, man. I'll pull them up. Uh, we'll we'll do get to another super chat here, and next we have uh, um we got a couple more. I know I'm I, I know I'm missing some. I know I'm missing some. But all right, if you, if I missed your super chat, let me know so I can. Uh, there was like three or four of them that uh, uh that we were talking about. Squeaky Cedric, Hannibal. I think I think that's it for now. Uh yeah, that's cool. Uh next segment we have uh <clears throat> was it Dolph Ziggler cutting the backstage? Oh man, the, the, the Mustafa Ali mad that uh Ziggler took his United States championship spot, mad that he wouldn't tag with them. He ignores them, and all of a sudden that leads to him clobbering him. So what are we doing here? Is this a is this an Ali heel turn again leading well, we into talk, a we program talk- with Ziggler? We talked about that last week. That's exactly what it is, and that's exactly what we said last week. We also did say last week, bro, that Mia Yim, that um, damage control. Yeah, there. Oh my god, bro, that's obscene. 
that, that, that is obscene, bro. That big wiggle, man. <laughs> we also said uh, last week that Damage Control jumped EOS, uh, jumped Mia Yim so there could be a match this week. Yes, indeed. <laughs> we did say that. We, yep. we said, bro, we, we, you know. <laughs> Oh, uh, Omos and Elias, man. Here, here's the what I wanted to what I wanted to tell you, man. What exactly are we doing with Elias at this point, man? What exactly are we doing with Omos? Uh, oh, he, he, that's been the same for him. He just comes out, just does oh his spot. And, yeah, <clears throat> looks like there's going to be a uh, um, a hurt business 2.0 with him involved now. Bro, Elias, again, bro, a guy that you can tell is very cool in real life. Yes, indeed. You, you could tell. You could tell. And, man, they, they just don't know how to utilize that, bro. Yeah. They yeah. just don't know how to utilize it. Why Why do you think that's the case, man? Why, why do you don't think? Know. Chris, can I, can I tell you something real quick? Yeah, absolutely. I swear to God. I hate I hate to bring this up again, but it's very important that I do, and you guys understand. I I told you I was working with Rocky Mountain Pro again, mm -hmm. Chris. I haven't worked with them in four years. It, it's an indie group, so four years later they have a completely different roster. Yep. So Chris, I looked at about like maybe eight weeks of TV. Mm -hmm. Chris, just by looking at somebody, just by looking at them. I get a feeling for who they are. Yeah. And this this guy would do this and this guy just by the physical appearance alone, the way they walk to the ring, the way they carry themselves, it gives me an idea immediately. Mm -hmm. Elias is a cool guy. Elias yep, has been a cool guy from day 1. Yep. They have never one single time tapped into Elias being a cool guy. Could it be that people writing for him are not cool? I, mm. I, I don't know, but he's another guy that should not be too difficult to get over. Yeah, it just seems like he's falling victim of the writers not wanting to uh, <clears throat> give him credit for really building his character. And he wants to, you know, it just seems like the the whoever's in charge, they don't want him to really build his own brand. And you can tell within just about everybody in WWE, they're at the helm or they're at the beck and call of whatever people write for them. And for those who nowadays, which is weird to me, for those who actually stand up and want to say something, it doesn't mean anything. For those who actually have ideas to make it easier for the writers, it still doesn't mean anything because that can give you the opportunity to put your to to kind of make yourself over and build your own brand. And the WWE is not about that anymore, man. Which is sad. So yeah. yeah. Next we have uh, Adam Pierce cutting a backstage interview, uh, interrupted by Akira Tozawa. So this 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 was a segment, man. It's like if if this was discussed as being a segment by anyone, I know it was just you and Ed for most, for, for a lot of the time that you were there. Say if there was, you came back in 2002 or three and you were among five writers and one of them said, okay, I think what we're going to do in segment eight is that we're going to do just a short, you know, uh, Kira Tozawa comes out during Adam Pierce's interview and then we're cut to commercial. 
Do you know? What would be your response? To I, I tell you exactly what I would say. I swear to God, this is exactly what I would say. And who's going to watch that? Mm. That's exactly what I would say. Who's going to Who's going to watch that? Some, that somebody's going to watch that with, 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 with the with the playoffs on the other channel. Somebody's going to watch that. I, that that's exactly what I would say. Who's going to watch? Uh, that's that? a fair question, man. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a fair question. I, no one was going no is going to watch that segment. No one. Um, Justin Day defeating Alpha Academy. Alpha Academy is getting the uh, the the pops here. Is this a is this a one off or is it is they're trying to are they're going to try to mold them or transition them to be a babyface uh, team again? I would I I would think that's the direction they're going in. Really, I would, I would think even with the shoes. Maybe baby face it up with the shoosh. I don't know why. Why are they making the baby faces though? Now, do they have too many? Bro, four, four starters. Four starters, bro. Again, we talk about miscasting all the time. Otis should have never been a freaking heel yeah, ever, ever, ever. Bro, you talk, bro. Do you know how much merch that guy would have sold to kids? Yeah. I mean, Million, it, it, millions yeah. of dollars, yeah, millions of dollars. Over, yeah, he was super over. They gave him the money in bank briefcase and everything. I'm like, I thought that was odd, but clearly Vince saw something in him enough, you know, as a character to give him a, a potential future yeah. world championship spot. Yeah, and you know what? And then the the internet probably crapped on it, yeah, so yeah. that was the end of that. Yeah, they and, they, and he lost it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next we have a uh, MLK package. I wanted to ask you the, uh, about that. Now, it's often said that um, Vince's, like, idol, the person he looked at was was um, was MLK. Did you ever hear or know about the influence that MLK had over uh, Vince McMahon? Uh, Not really, bro. I know that's true. I know what you're saying is true, but mm -hmm. I, 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 I never really learned why. I mm -hmm. never really had that conversation. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting um, to know that, to know that that was one of his biggest inspirations. Uh, I mean, de definitely um, trailblazers, you know what I mean? But well, bro, I, I would know. also have to think this may sound crazy to people, but I would also have to think this about it, bro. Martin Luther King cut a great promo. Yeah, he and he did. was he he literally was a showman and a and a performer yeah. and uh, an evangelist. Well, I mean, all, all, church, that's man. what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. I I would not be surprised mm. if that's what really appealed to Vince, bro. When Martin Luther King opened up his mouth, everybody listened. Yeah, yeah. Every, you you saw a taste of that in the in the package. Mm. That that might have been the appeal. I can see that. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Good point there. Uh, Me Chen defeating uh, EO Sky. It seems like this was so, so clear that they're trying to throw a tag team to be in contention for these just pointless tag team pointless, championships. Bro. Right now. Pointless, man. Yeah. And I got to tell you, they, they are sticking to their guns with Ioni Sky and me, uh, the other one, uh, whoever, uh, Dakota Kai, they're sticking to their guns. Those, those women have not been over one iota from day one, no. from day one. And I don't know how you think 
just putting them out there is going to get them over because it's not. But so good segue. So with um, Vince McMahon reportedly, and we'll probably talk about this more in depth uh, throughout the week. But with Vince McMahon uh, reports of him being back in the office and influencing uh, potentially Triple H creatively. Do you think that he'll make some decisions as far as seeing someone like a EO Sky and Dakota Kai and saying, Bro, we got to take the titles off of them? Chris, I got to tell you, nobody's talking about this, and I don't know why, bro. I Sometimes I don't understand the wrestling media at all when there are glaring things that are so important and they're just totally going ignored. Mm-hmm. Chris, back at the end of December, early January, there were a series of emails going back and forth between Vince and the board. Mm-hmm. And Vince was making it clear to the board he wanted to come back. I'm not going to approve any sale, any licensing. I'm not going to approve anything unless I'm sitting back in the saddle. Yep. There is an email, and I've got it. I've read the email several times. I've read it on several of my shows. The board during that time sent out an email saying, you know, Vince, listen, we'll work together. We'll work with your lawyers and bankers. We'll all get on the same page as far as the the rights fees and whatnot. However, the board unanimously, that's the word, Chris, unanimously feels that since you're being investigated by um, um, SEC and the uh, attorney's office, the board unanimously does not think it's a good idea for you to come back. Mm. Bro, unanimously means Triple H and Stephanie and Nick Khan voted against Vince McMahon returning. That's what unanimously means. Mm -hmm. So, bro, there's one of two things here. Either Triple H and Stephanie were really playing a power play, which I find hard to believe because they had to know the cards Vince was holding. So either either it was a power play or either they were playing for the other team while they were on the board. They were still in Vince's camp. Mm. But now what you have after that is Stephanie McMahon saying, not I'm taking a leave of absence. I'm resigning. I'm not going home for six months. I'm done. Yeah. When I look at that, bro, I am I am almost certain there is Stephanie Triple H heat with Vince McMahon. If that is the case, you are gonna see him undo everything again absolutely you're going to see it bro if if there is heat here that's what you're going to start see happening again and like i said before the timing is just not coincidental to me man just from uh, the allegations kind of surfacing stephanie retires uh, well, Stephanie leaves, takes a leave of absence. He didn't, he didn't retire. She took a leave of absence. Then Vince allegations get thicker. Vince steps down. Stephanie comes back, you know, as CEO and co-chair. 
Then you have Vince coming back, you know, taking <laughs> taking his daughter's yes, uh, taking his daughter's <laughs> spot. Yes, that's exactly. Hey, listen, yeah. we talked about this last week. You guys in Sports Kid Nation, think about that if you have a daughter. Yeah. Think think about that if you up, oh, you're out. I'm back. Think who does think that, that, bro? I'm 77. I've been doing this thing for 45 years, 40, 40 plus years for at least 40 years. And my daughter, who's not even 50 yet, makes sense for her to take over and to carry the McMahon name. So instead, I'm going to come back. My daughter's going to resign and I could possibly this year rid the McMahon name from WWE. I I'm willing to get that much power and say, if it's going down, it's going down blaze on my terms. Blaze like, of glory. Blaze of glory. He's going man. down to blaze of glory, bro. Man. Yes. <clears throat> man. Yep. I mean, just, just think about that for a second. Yep. I I'm, I'm willing to take this away to, to kill the legacy of the WWE take it away from my daughter and sell it and rid it from the McMahon legacy. I yeah. just doesn't make any sense. That's like me. Like we talked about last week. That's like me having my own practice. Yeah. It being super successful, me giving it to my daughter who, uh, you know, basically was inspired by me. She went, went to doctor. school, went to school yeah. for it, yep. worked, worked, worked in the company for yep. the last 20 years. Yep. 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 Became a psychology doctor. I basically pass on the business to her and then, and I'm in my seventies wedding to just coast it out and enjoy the fruits of my labor. Be so happy that my daughter's passing, uh, you know, just having the mantle now continuing the legacy. And I get to the point of like, okay, now the coast is clear. I was in some stuff. Uh, now people know about it. And I'm willing to just go back and say, hey, Mario, I'm just going to take it. I'm just going to take it away. And not only am I going to take it away, I'm going to sell it to another buyer. So you don't get it. <laughs> so, so, so you, you don't, don't get, get it. Yeah, so you don't get it. Wow, man. Bro, I'm telling that you. That is man. some shady Ruthless. Right it's there. ruthless. Ru absolutely heartless and ruthless. It is. Yikes. Sean Jackson, $5 super chat, bro. I guess Bailey was reminding Cincy of their two Super Bowl loss to the 49ers. She should have included that in her promo. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would, I, 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 I would disagree. I, 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 I would be certain that Bailey doesn't even know that uh, the 49ers <laughs> beat Cincy in the Super Bowl twice. Sorry, she's, a, yeah. she's a current 49er fan. Yeah, that's why she's. I guarantee she doesn't yeah. even know that history. Yeah, I mean that would that would make sense if she did know that and include right. it in the promo. That would at least make some sense, you know, as far as a bridge there. But she's from the Bay Area. It makes sense. She's a 49ers fan. Like I said before, as a, as a college football fan, I want a big Ohio State fan. If Bailey comes out with the University of California jersey during right. a Raw, I would not care. That's not heat to me no, whatsoever. No, no. Next we have uh, uh, we have a recap of Alexa. Oh, the Dakota Kai attacking me, Chan. Candice Ray makes a save. We said it. That's going to lead to a tag match. Oh, Recap man. of Alexa Bliss segment last week, which leads to Bianca Belair cutting in ring promo. Uh, 
this leads to Alexa Bliss, a two fight in the crowd. Uh, then we get Bianca dominating, and then all of a sudden, Uncle Howie. She goes, she's about to get her in the move, and then all of a sudden, through the corridors, we see a silhouette, and we see Uncle Howie comes out. Then it distracts Bianca Belair, which leads to a DDT. So I was the reaction that Bianca received was very lackluster. I don't know they if it's chant and do it again. Did you hear that? Yeah, I said one more time. Yeah. One more time. And, yeah. and, and, and I was like, man, like, is it, what is it about Bianca that people aren't getting, uh, like people starting to kind of fade from because, bro, you, or, you, or is it because she's in Ohio, like, you know, Alexa's an Ohio one too. I don't know if that has any factor in it. Bro, you got to be very, very careful because look at what you're doing here, okay? I, bro, I don't, again, I don't watch SmackDown, but I don't think of Bray Wyatt as a babyface or a heel. He's Bray Wyatt, okay? Bro, people love Bray Wyatt. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they universally, yeah. they love Bray Wyatt. Okay, bro, you're now connecting Alexa Bliss to a storyline that Bray Wyatt is a part of. Yeah. So if Bray Wyatt is beloved and, you know, a fan favorite, and now you're tying Alexa to that story, there's going to be some of that Bray rub, which you shouldn't do if you want to keep the champion strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really what's going on. Yeah, she's not... They're not really doing a good job making her look above the rest. I mean, like they they're doing a good job with Reigns. Like Reigns looks above the rest. He's coming in, he's looking just kind of rarefied air, cut above the rest. Bianca Belair looks like everybody else. Like, I mean, as far as just how they're booking her, they're not booking her a cut above the rest. That has a lot to do with people's perception towards you, for one. And then for two, a lot of people like alexa bliss as far as like her attraction is concerned especially when she has that dark character a lot of people are saying she's hot so we're gonna you know because she's hot we're gonna you know we like her and like you said thirdly the bray wyatt factor too when there's that when there's that association people you know, tend to veer for, for anything associated with Bray. So I think you got some, good well, you got Joseph Gonzalez again here, bro. He's hit, he's hitting the nail on the head. Bianca has had absolutely no character development and has been on oral pilot since you're absolutely right. You've got Chris. How many times have we said it? We're broken records. You got to make the audience care about these people. They're not going to care about them just because they go and wrestle every week. You're not going to care about someone that way, bro. I think the autopilot is spot on. I mean, I I, like what it is. What is it about? You know, I like Bianca a lot, but what is it about Bianca lately that has caused me intrigue to make me want to cheer her? You know what I mean? Like, you you can't keep going based on, you know, last year's steam as if it's going to be the same this year. No, that's the thing. Momentum is momentum for a reason. You know what I mean? It happens in the moment. And that problem is they're not really giving her momentum to for people to continue to like her. I think the autopilot is spot on. And when people are autopilot, they start 
to get boring because there's nothing intriguing anymore. So, I mean, I think she's a fantastic character. She's, she's, she's everything that you want in a uh, female. Although a lot of people are not the biggest fans of her promos. What do do you think about that Vince? I, 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 I just think the promos are like just so stereotypical, bro. And I hate it. I, I hate it because I'm, I'm seeing a character and the real her is not coming through, you know, like bro, Steve Austin was a character, but you knew there was a little Steve Austin in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you knew, you knew there was a little rock in there. I I'm, I, I'm seeing this, this facade and this show, but I'm not seeing who's really in there. And that's where the connect comes, Chris. Yeah. I don't see elite track star. No, I any see, no, of I, Bianca Belair's gimmick. You know, yeah. that's true. Yeah. I will say that. I'm not seeing yeah. any of that, bro. Indeed. Um, next. So we have, uh, Bronson Reed defeating Akira Tozawa. Uh, it's a way to get Bronson Reed over as a mega heel, man. Where, where do we go from here with Bronson Reed? He came in, uh, with the Miz, uh, spot. And that just, I mean, within a week that just faded away. Like yesterday's news, I guess you're just going to feed, maybe give him to Zawa next week. Tozawa, I mean, is going to want another shot to get in the rumble. Sure, but I mean, where where do we where do we go with with Bronson though? And again, bro, like you you said, why not vignettes? Who is this guy? Tell me, give me a little backstory. Tell why why we no? we should know about. And I say this a lot, man. I like Bronson Reed. He has a different look. He you know he's he's really quick on his feet. He reminds me of a modern day Bam Bam Bigelow. I say this all the time, just with his, you know, big but very agile and nimble as a as a big man. I think they can really, you know, shoot the rockets. Uh, they they can really strap the rockets on this guy. But you have to. It's perception is everything when it comes to you know the wrestling business. You got to make him look big before we even see him. And he looks like everybody else now. I mean, like within a few weeks of coming, he looks like just another segment, Vince. He's just another segment. And that's the problem. When you're just another segment, you don't look big. And that's that's the issue with, with Raw, man. Uh, and by this time, people are already dragging, you know, people, it's like, it's like we're past two hours and people are just like, oh man. And bro, you know what they're doing too? Like, bro, they keep getting to levels of laziness. Like they're, they're running out of room where to go because now, now the latest level is bro. The last couple of weeks, bro, that main event's like 40 minutes. It is man. Like that. I mean, literally. So when you think about it, bro, that first segment is usually 30 minutes. The last segment is usually 40 minutes. Mm. I mean, right there, bro, is 70 minutes of your show. They just yeah. they just keep dragging this, bro. Like yes, indeed. Uh, we uh we end with the Seth Rollins cutting a backstage interview. Uh then we uh go into Bobby Lashley winning the six-pack challenge. We had we had MVP and Omos come out. Oh my! Lassie's like, "What are you doing?" 
they're distracting him slash helping him. Uh, theory gets tossed aside. Seth Rollins tries to get attacked. So, and this all leads to theory hitting lastly, but then they distracting Rollins and lastly, spearing Rollins and winning Vince. <laughs> Vince. A matter of fact, let me, let me, let me do something really quick. Please let me know what the heck is going time on. Out. Time out. Time out. Joey. Time out. Joey. Bro, you know what we need? Bro, you know what, uh, you know, Stevie Richards is on the brand with me. You know what Stevie figured out how to do, bro? What's that? He figured out how to use the Telestrator. So he's using the Telestrator on all his old matches. We need the Telestrator with these uh, angles. We, we need him with these angles <laughs> to see if we could figure out what 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 was what was the goal here? What were you trying to accomplish? I don't know. All, it was just I don't a know. huge cluster mess, man. Like, like there were some people in the back writing this segment. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and place almost here. He comes out about this much in. Then we have Seth and we have Babyface Seth, Heel Theory, both trying to attack almost and then almost attacks both of them. But Lassie doesn't want it to happen. But then he gets interrupted and then he wins the match. If this is all leading to Hurt Business 2.0, they're doing a terrible job. And not that. only that, bro, here's the question I have, man, because I'm always I, – I, I always say, bro, like just as important uh, as getting your talent over, you've got to protect your talent. Absolutely. Just as important. How the heck was Seth Rollins protected here? He wasn't. No, he wasn't. I, 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 that I don't get, Brent, yeah. man. Yeah. You've got to get over – but protect your top town. Would Austin have ever lost a match like that? Nope. Nope. Not at all. I don't get that, bro. Yeah. How, you know, that's a good question. How would you have protected, you know, I, so with Lashley winning the match, which, I, which I'm not opposed to, how do you protect Seth Rollins better in this six-pack challenge uh, that we saw? Bro, if it were me, if it were me, bro, I would have done something controversial like the double pin. Okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? The ref counts the one, two, three. We're, we're not sure who won the match. And almost use that as a cliffhanger mm. going into next week. Mm. But, I mean, I, I would have done something like that. Or, or at least, bro, Seth gets the shoulder up at the last second. The ref misses it because he's out of position. Something mm. like that. Gotcha. Something yeah. like that protects Seth Rollins. And then he can go out and be the baby face and say, mm. you know, none of us are right 100% of the time. The mm. ref blew it. But mm. lastly, we're going to cross paths again. That's all you mm. have to do. Gotcha. That would have been so easy to do. Yeah. So I guess my other question is, what what are they doing with Seth Rollins right now to protect them? Like, wh where is he? What what's next for Seth Rollins, man? So WrestleMania, what do you see Seth Rollins at? I don't, bro. They can't go back to the Cody Rollins well because they've made Rollins a babyface now. Yeah, yeah. So you can't you can't go back to that well. I guess Theory's now going to be in the feud with Lashley, right? Probably just temporary. Uh, but st but still temporary. What probably do you do with? What, but what do you do with Seth in that meantime? He'll probably do wrestling. He'll probably do Royal Rumble. I mean, he'll he'll be in the Royal Rumble. 
Right. And then there's, you know, I mean, like Rollins, Logan Paul type of deal. You know what I mean? Like, uh, do, do we do like some type of one-off, you know, featured attraction type of deal? Because, you know, you want Logan Paul to go against somebody who has, you know, good in-ring but, work. But he's a baby face. Logan Paul, he won't be a baby face again. Like, he'll come back as a heel. You think? Oh yeah, yeah. He was he. They were they were struggling to keep him as a babyface against yeah. Reigns. I mean, like he was getting booed every single week. And Reigns, like he had heat, man. But people just don't like Logan Paul. Yeah. And so it's easy. You know, people were talking about him and Cena, um, Rollins, eh, uh, Logan Paul and Cena. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, God, bro, uh, well, but the problem—the problem is they, that you, you don't want Cena to get a win because he's leaving, and then Paul, you know, getting a win wouldn't make sense against Cena because he won't be there for a while. Bro, <laughs> going against someone current would make sense. It's just reaching because nobody's over, so they—they're mm-hmm. they, going outside to. Yeah, I don't know, bro. You had a don't don't miss the last uh, stick. Yeah, oh yeah, I definitely got a Rollin uh, with the nine 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 super chat, bro. I was wondering if Vince Russo could quickly give us a rough draft of how he would write the most dramatic scenario for Ray and Dominic's confrontation in an upcoming actual thirty man Royal Rumble match. Is there is is there going to be a uh, confrontation between the two? Most likely, which will lead to probably WrestleMania. God, bro, I, I, Rollin, I'll be honest with you. I'd really have to think about it, man, to come up with that off the top of my head. I don't know. I, I mean, because I, because the thing with me, bro, is I could easily, you know, sit here and state the obvious, but I don't like doing that. I don't like I don't like giving you the obvious. So I would really have to I would really have to come up with something creative and different you you weren't expecting. Would you do a stare down between Ray and Dominic at the Royal Rumble? Inside Ray, is Ray's on Ray's on SmackDown, right? Yep. What do they have him doing on SmackDown? Uh he's feeding with uh Karrion Cross. God, they they didn't even go anywhere with him and Dominic. It was it was over as quickly as it started. But the the crazy part is Karrion Cross has been showing like a tarot card with uh, Ray's picture on it, and he finally had a, a moment where he you know confronted Ray and. Then he choked them out, but they still are interweaving Dominic and Rhea going to the Mysterio the during the holidays, you know? <laughs> so like, they're still trying to keep it alive in some way, but Ray's on a, you know, a feud on SmackDown right now. So what's making them look like he's making them look less. So what is like. crosses he with Ray? None. None. <laughs> he, he just, he just, he, he does. He did the TikTok gimmick. And then he he cut a promo, and all of a sudden you just see Ray Mysterio's face on the tarot card. Yeah, that 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 was it. <laughs> that was it. It was just that's how. And somehow you're developing this for what? It's just making Ray Mysterio look weaker. And why would you make him look weaker if you're trying to build him up for this comeuppance to get some? steam on his on his son you know what i mean unless you do one of those like ray mysterio lose the carrying cross he's you know he's feeling like 
you know, he can't do it anymore. And then all of a sudden, you know, like his, you know, Dom comes in from Raw, you know, he keeps beating him up. Then he finally gets some type of, okay, son, you asked for it. And then Dom, and Dom says, okay, I want you at WrestleMania, but I want your career on the line type of deal. So I think if Dom beats Ray with this career on the line and you send him off that way, that would give, you know, Dom a little bit of steam for WrestleMania. So, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, that's that's something, man. That, that That's something. Because right now, Rey Mysterio is just a body. Like, another name just, on the roster. Who Who's yeah. not another name on the roster, bro? Really? Like, I mean, other than Reigns, the, I mean, everybody else just feels like the same, man. So, what, what, bro, what did they do with him on SmackDown? He just cuts promos, Reigns, pretty much. Um, for and, the and, most part, and he and, doesn't come and, every week either. Yeah, he, he cuts the promo. Uh, right now, they're doing more stuff with him and Owens, but Owens is more like feuding with like Zane and the bloodline to get to Reigns, you know? So he does have like a head of the table feel. A lot of times he's backstage in the locker room, uh, in his own per- personal locker room with Heyman. And they'll have promos that way. I mean, he feels bigger. He feels like some type of mafia boss type of deal. Uh, but at the same time, like they aren't really doing a really good job making anybody else feel as big as he is. So yeah. the matches are predictable. So, yeah. yeah. All right, let's listeners know about Channel Attitude. Yeah, man. guys, check it out, man. I do a ton of shows with a ton of different people, man. Just go to, uh, you know, russosbrand.com or channelattitude.com. Either way, you go to one of those twos and uh, sign up. You'll get a, a lot of entertainment from a lot of great people. Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here, you see that below his name, at the Vince Russo. You see at Chris Prolific. Ladies and gentlemen, you see right there is the Legion of Raw. And uh, so you, uh, let's, let's, what do you want to do, uh, karaoke, uh, next, the next couple minutes, man? What, what, what do you, how do you want to, what, what's, um, what's on you? God, somebody requested somebody, something before based on what I said. I can't remember what they said. What song do you want to hear? Just a really quick one minute send off. Come on, SK Nation. What, what do y'all want to hear? What do y'all want to hear, man? What do y'all want to hear? Give us something old school that's uh that we can sing on our on our way out uh of the show tonight. So maybe they don't want us to sing. That's why uh, it, there's always a delay. Uh my way. <laughs> my I way, see. my way. Let's do it. Okay. All right. From on, my, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta get the lyrics. Oh, even blue though eyes. I, even though I should know them. Even though I should know them. All right. All right. I like it. Let's do it. Oh, blue eyes. Let's do uh, my wife. You got the lyrics? I, I do. I do. Um, why did my Why did mine just come up in in Spanish? Now nah, I don't want spa- the Spanish. Uh, check your private chat. I'm gonna send it all to you. Uh, right here. Hold on. Here we go. Boom, bow, boom. All right, you got it? Yep. Um, my private chat. All right, hold on. Let me get it. Oh, okay. Give me the lyrics. Okay, you ready, Chris? Uh, uh, I'm sure you don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see. In a one. 
Oh, I got to give you all of them. You didn't get all of them, bro. I could. Well, I said I don't. I don't want to get us in trouble with copyright because I was. Yeah, yeah, we'll get. We'll get. We'll get. Gonna give us background music. Are you ready, Chris? And a one, and a two, and now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain, my friend. I say it clear. I'll state my case of which I'm certain. I've lived a life that's full. I've traveled every highway and more. Uh-oh, much more than I did Very Wow. Black Scorpion. Very nice. With a crudded singing yes. my way. Wow. Very nice. Very, Very nice. nice. Very nice. Vince Russo. Dr. Chris. Leads in a row. Have a good night, everybody. Solo!